Get your browser on this here for IE Firefox Chrome Safari. Get on it. Get on the Crystal Show right now. I am Crystal Hickerson, and I would like to welcome you all to the Crystal Show. There's too many free meals out here, folks. Hey, look, let me pick something. I want the cheddar biscuits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be cool. It's going to be nice. We're going to talk. We're going to get real down and dirty. Hi, guys. My name's Bessie. You're on the Crystal Show. I didn't call for you to make fun of me. I, 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 I I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and a little bit at you. People say, well, don't talk about religion and politics. I say, right. yes, talk about it. Talk about it because what do you want to go to a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't like her. I mean, how how old are we? What grade are we in? One man, American crime wave. Because the feds knew. Y'all might have to come back because that's going to be a whole different show altogether. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Crystal Show featuring Dre, and it is February the 12th, only two days away from my favorite day in the whole wide fucking world, Um, and that would be Valentine's Day. And I can't even get it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's my favorite day, guys. Anyway, thank you so much for listening tonight. It's Thursday night. And um, I am so happy that you are here, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening on the podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in to us. If you are listening live and you want to voice your opinion on tonight's topic, which should be interesting, we're talking about Valentine's Day, we're talking about love, and we're talking about sex and how to do it properly. Um, <laughs> and um, Abstinence you want to, is the key. Oh, God. If you want to, um, <laughs> to voice your opinion on that, all you have to do is dial in to 657-383-0554. That's six five seven three eight three zero five five four, um, or you can listen. Uh, come over to our chat room uh, on BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/CrystalShow1, and you know, just you know, be in the um, chat room and, and chat it out with us. To connect to the Crystal Show, make sure you like us on Facebook at the Crystal Show One, and follow us on Twitter at Crystal Show One. And also you can join in to the live tweet, which may or may not be happening, um, which is at hashtag GetCrystallized. And, of course, for all of the information regarding the show, past guests, all the podcasts, all you have to do is go to our official website, and that is thecrystalshow.com. What's up, Dre? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow is my favorite day, Friday the 13th. I'm kidding. Um, but oh my God! What's up, everybody? Yeah, you didn't. It see? is Friday see? the thirteenth. <laughs> see, see, huh? see. I would rather be talking about Friday the thirteenth. Truly, that actually falls more in line with who I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I just completely forgot about that. Um, mm-hmm. And well, you know the you know the thing about Valentine's Day, it. Valentine's Day this this year um, falls on the perfect day, Saturday. That's like the ultimate 
perfect day for Valentine's Day to fall on. Actually, Valentine's Day should just be the third or second or fourth or whatever Saturday of February. And, of course, it is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And I haven't done anything Black History or ized at all or whatever. So I will I will make sure to do that before the month ends <laughs> to do something Black History. Um, okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get okay. ahead of yourself, Uh-oh. okay, you have done something for Black History Month. You are Black History. <laughs> I am Black History. Therefore, we are celebrating Black History Month every day of the at least on every Thursday of the year, folks. So yeah. We're ahead of the curve. See? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Happy Black History Month, everybody. All right. That's right. (laughs) All right. Tonight on the show, we will have um, Mary LaBelle, who is a California-based freelance sex and relationship writer, and she is amazing and wonderful, and we'll have her on in just a few minutes, and we'll get into our very lovely topic. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I when we talk about Valentine's Day and love and all of that, you know, one thing that we have to talk about and we have to give honor to our sponsor, our great <laughs> Sponsor, our official sponsor of the Crystal Show of the month of, um, actually, of a little bit of January and um, I think um, kind of ending tonight. But they are our official sponsor. And what better way to end um, their sponsorship than with the Valentine's Day show? And that would be manofsteelpills.com. So let's listen to our sponsor of tonight's show. Men, are you looking for a harder, longer-lasting erection? I mean, one that leaves your partner laying in bed wondering what just happened. Go to manofsteelpills.com or call 877-757-8335 and discover what thousands of men are using to pleasure their partners. Man of Steel Pills is an all-natural, male-enhancing product that does not require prescription. Go to manofsteelpills.com or call 877-757-8335. Man of Steel is the hottest thing on the market. And because we are so confident that it works, we are giving away free week trials when you call. Remember, think longer. Think harder erection. Think man of steel pills. Call 877-757-8335 or go to manofsteelpills.com for discreet shipment. (laughs) That is (laughs) manofsteelpills.com. That's right, guys. Even you. What just happened? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> oh God! You know where that's from? Um, that's actually I don't know if that's where they took that from, but it, the movie um, oh, what's that movie with uh, Keanu Reeves and um, dude uh, when he's the devil? Constantine. 
No, not Constantine. He wasn't the devil in Constantine. When um, oh, the devil's advocate. The devil's advocate. Remember, he was talking about how um, he's a little short guy, and you know, <laughs> and the girl would be sitting there on the edge of her bed, you know, going, oh, "What just happened?" <laughs> and that was not me for the record, folks. So. Yeah, I think about that every time I hear that. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, hey, men, look, I feel for you guys. I feel for you guys because um, your your penis. I'm sorry, it's just you guys. Actually, you guys got the the worst part of it. That's why God is a woman. <laughs> okay. What the stop it. She has to be a woman because there's just so many things um, about a man that just doesn't add up. First of all, if God was a man, every penis size would be large, and there would be nothing. There would be no nothing um, like um, was it penile dysfunction or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. It just wouldn't it wouldn't be in existence. So that's why I say, um, yeah, man, um, okay. God okay, is, is so, a woman. Okay, so, all right, so, Just all right, because so we, find it, we find it funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, but, okay, so if so if you're saying, and, and I don't believe that God's a woman, sorry. Mm-hmm. But just for the sake of argument here, if you think that God is a woman, okay, why? Mm-hmm. Would you guys have to worry about menstrual cramps? Uh, let's see, postpartum depression, uh-huh. premenstrual syndrome, hysterectomies, childbirth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Because we are the doors to which life comes into the world. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, but still, <laughs> okay, and and that may be the case. You are the door. We are the door to light into the world, and we have a higher threshold. However, we're psychic, this, and um, this, we have instincts okay, ha- that are higher than you guys, and we can withstand pain more so than um, than you guys can. Yeah, but the we're, door. We're, we're more in touch from with which our, we come with, into the world. Yep. Cannot be opened unless there is a lock or a key. Oh, a key for the lock. lock. Yeah. So that's just you know, that's yeah. So Madonna we, said it best. Okay, Madonna said this is what Madonna. Madonna, the epitome of feminism. The Madonna. epitome. Madonna is the epitome. Okay, I gotta get Mary in on this. But anyway, the <laughs> okay, go okay. finish well, your thought on well, that one. Let this let this flow for a second. Madonna, the epitome of feminism. Okay, oh my god, around every, all okay. of that. I have to do a show on feminism because I okay, go ahead. <laughs> she even mm-hmm. quoted is even uh-huh. quoted to say, "Open uh-huh. your heart to me. I hold the lock and you hold the key." Yeah, yeah, okay. yes, yes, she right. did. Same so, mm-hmm. without tune, the lock, actually. without the key, the lock is nothing but just a receptacle. 
So the key has to turn inside the lock in order for the lock to be an opening. And then at that point, the door is to open. And out comes the flow of light. All right. All right. Um, All right. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We went left on that one, folks. But anyway. Yeah, I know. First of all, there are things called (laughs) the amphibians and, you know, the little little creatures, they 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 have both. They they can have babies without the an actual male. Your only I argument mean, is a seahorse right now. I mean that was in Jurassic Park. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, but your only <laughs> argument is a seahorse because the males <laughs> carry the children. That's your only argument. No, no, no. No. In Jurassic Park, they made only female dinosaurs, okay? And so the female dinosaurs ended up having babies because they were made with amphibious cells. Am I saying it right? Amphibious? Amphibious um, amphibious cells? But, okay, we're talking about... We're talking about... With a Steven Spielberg, Spielberg. Okay, we're talking about yeah. Spielberg versus National Geographic. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, have, I, need, I need help on this. Okay, first of all, our guest tonight is um, Mary LaBelle, and like I said, she is a freelance sex and relationship writer. She can be, she can be found on her own website, which is dirtyinpublic.com. She is the co-host of Sex, Love, and um, she is also on the Huffington Post. So you can find her at thehuffingtonpost.com slash Mary LaBelle, and that's M-A-R-R-I-E-L-O-B-E-L. So let's welcome on Mary to the show. Welcome, Mary. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. Hello. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Nice. Okay. Madonna. <laughs> I was sitting here trying not to pee my pants that whole time. <laughs> I was doing kegels so, I mean, that whole know, time. <laughs> okay, well, I, okay. Now, Madonna as opposed to Taylor Swift or Katy Perry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, Madonna is like the queen of feminism to me. Okay. Okay. I I get the whole glorious item thing, but just a whole other. You know what? Okay. All right. I I can see where you're coming from. Okay. So I was thinking femininity versus feminism. Okay. I can see. You know, she came out with that. What was that quote that she's known for? Um, I speak my mind. I'm independent and I'm confident. And if that makes me a bitch, whatever. And you (laughs) know that's. That's cool. Like, I, yeah, I'm totally with that. Like, I get that. But um, she also, um, I, I don't see her, I don't know. <laughs> no. I wouldn't want to be called a Madonna. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you know. No. I, I'm Especially just, not again, now. First, I guess just, I'm showing my age because that's the first person I thought of because I don't think of. Yeah. Because I think Katy Perry's a kid to me. 
Lady Gaga yeah, was a me kid too. To me. Oh God, Taylor totally. Swift's a kid to me. So we may I'm be the same generation. Right. So in, in in my generation, the the people I remember as the you know the, the in the feminist realm a way of thinking so to speak was Madonna. Well, you mean no, entertainers though only. Right. The, yeah, but, but I mean, but no, who else in in our demographic in that mm-hmm. area was even close? I mean, Cher was back then. Okay, so um, Cher was ahead I would of our go time. with the woman that everybody's like, where did she come from, Missy Elliott? To me, she personified what a woman was yeah. and being a feminist because you know what was different she about – um, like Missy Elliott's kind of like message and mm-hmm. and her was she talked up men while talking mm-hmm. up being a woman at the same time. And it right. almost seemed like Madonna looked at men as like playthings or like, I don't know, almost like they were less than in a way. And yeah. she kind of had to dominate them. Whereas Missy was like, I'm all about that. You're all about that. Let's be all about that together. <laughs> You right, know. She was strong. But you know, okay, do you know so what I'm saying? A, yeah. So that's from a coexist. That's from a coexisting standpoint. What Crystal was talking about it was if God was a woman. So the first, and, and being God, being the creator of all. <laughs> you know. So if she said she says that if well, God was a woman, I you know blah 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 blah, it would be an accident. So I Everybody think that goes have- in line with. What I'm saying. But that goes in line with that goes in line with how Madonna thinks, or at least she used to. I don't know if the whole Kabbalah thing has changed. Or I don't know, but you know, I mean, that was you know the whole boy toy. You must be my lucky star, like a virgin. You know, whatever. You know, yeah, Bob I totally get it. Kind of now I, I see what you were saying. Now uh, maybe at the I just wasn't. I like I said I was pairing femininity and feminism together, and when I think of her, that's not what I think of. <laughs> but you're right in terms. Of, yeah, she's not the most feminine woman. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. And I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't put her into the ranks of, of feminism at all. Um, not, not really. More, more. I mean, she was more sexual, and to me, that's not really what feminists were about. But I think it's, a feminist is actually a term that's used in and out. You know, it's it's used wrongly so many times and exactly and people just, people just yep. say feminist and boom they they they're thinking of of a of a type and it it blankets women as opposed to what it actually was yeah but, and when you think of what a feminine is a feminist is we are all feminists you know as women who are out there um projecting and and helping other women promoting other women applauding other women on their achievements rather than, you know, disparaging them and, you know, being catty about them, encouraging other women, helping other women. That's feminism. Feminism isn't, and it also talking up about men, men are not the evil. We just, it's not like being a a good woman and wanting um, women to be as good as men mean that men have to be less. It just means that we're equal. We have different strengths and different powers and we're, but we're equal. So yeah. Right. So and I, so I in turn am a, I am what's called a masculinist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You would be a masculinist. Okay, that's a new word. A masculinist. That's right. The and word I am of a the day is because masculinist. 
Not mm-hmm. emasculinist, masculinist. <laughs> You're emasculating. <laughs> and immaculate. Okay, anyway. I'm, a, right, I'm getting emasculinist. In, getting into our topic, speaking of masculinist, uh, of our topic of the day, which is uh, basically Valentine's Day. And, you know, Mary, I had to ask you for, on to the show for, for this show because – I know you are really good at um, helping women such as myself and men um, and couples come together, literally and figuratively. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What did um, happen? (laughs) Come together and um, and experience love, sexuality, and what better way than Valentine's Day to talk about that. Now, I named the um, (laughs) show Getting Brainy (laughs) because I really think that um, a lot of couples or or women or, I don't know, we could get to both ends. Do people know how to have sex anymore and know how to give head? And and is is this important when it comes to relationships anymore? Or, or or is it? I mean, I think you can tell. sex is as important as the person you love thinks it's important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you're both asexual, but neither one of you are into sex, or maybe you're both um, not asexual, but maybe you both have a low libido, once a month is fine for the both of you. You experience intimacy in other ways. As long as as a couple you're on the same plane, awesome. I'm not saying that, oh, you're asexual or you have a low libido and or you're just comfortable in your sexuality once a month, you're wrong, you're bad. No, I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is when you look at normative behaviors and when you look at gener- generalized people, yes, I'm generalizing. I know people hate that, but let's be honest. <laughs> we're sexual creatures. Most of us enjoy sex um, on a semi-regular basis at a minimum. And, um, and I think that people lose sight of that. I think that once you're in a long-term relationship, you lose the fire, you lose the drive, and then somebody's libido tends to be a little higher than the others, and you've got to kind of recalibrate and make sure you're both on the same page again. So I don't think it's that people forget. I think mm-hmm. that people get complacent. Now, since it's Valentine's Day, everybody's thinking about relationships, emotion, you know, whether it be emotional or whether it be sexual or whatever. Um now, when we're, we're thinking about this, so and it's it's you know it's in our face, it's everywhere. So, how are we are supposed to have this day? How is to you as for um, you know an expert in relationships and, and sexuality? How are couples supposed to honor this day? Is 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 there a right or wrong way to do it? I don't celebrate Valentine's Day, and <laughs> boom. Uh oh. Okay. And- Boom. <laughs> and neither does my man. We're like, we don't, we're not big into Valentine's Day. I'll be honest, we had a Valentine's Day dinner on Monday, and that was only to take our kids out to a Valentine's Day dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now tell, cool. tell, tell us why. Tell us why um, you guys have decided or just don't get into it's Valentine's Day. 
it's not like we're averse to Valentine's Day. It's like we don't see a reason why on this one day, because the freaking calendar tells us to, because Hallmark tells us to, because to beers tells us to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. It, it, it's not like I'm not like that. Believe me, I celebrate Christmas, and I'm all about the commercial Christmas. So it's not like I'm anti-commercialism, because okay. I'm all oh. about Santa. <laughs> You're all about all Santa, that. but Cupid could kiss your ass. Is that what you're saying? Cupid could kiss my ass, a little yeah. chubby bastard. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? My man does a good job, and I, I like to think I do because, you know, it's me, and I think I'm fabulous. Um, I like to think I do a good job letting my man know that he's number one every day. It's not just this okay. one day. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, there are days when he's. You know, when I'm more proactive on that than others because I'm human and life happens. But for the most part, I would say generally speaking, he knows he's number one in my life. He's my number one priority even over the kids And because um, if mom and dad ain't happy, nobody happy. And um, right. so I do. We, we, we both work hard. It's not just me. He works hard at it too. So I think that Valentine's Day is a great reminder for those who need reminders. How's that? Oh, okay. So with all of the um, the pressures out there for, for other huh? no. <laughs> he said, do you have a twin? <laughs> um, I'm working on my clone right now. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Yes, okay. <laughs> so this, this holiday is basically really about women and about um, – do you think mainly is it really about what women want and what women You hit need? the nail on the freaking head, and that's why I freaking love you, girl. That is why <laughs> I love you. It is so true. Valentine's Day has become a woman's holiday. I mean, they like to say oh, it's all about love. It's all about, you know, reminding the person you love that you love them. No, 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 no. It's filled with expectations and assumptions all placed at the feet of men. They must... Mm-hmm you know, send the most beautiful arrangement to her work and make mm-hmm. sure it's in the morning so she can That's post right. that Facebook pic in her feed before lunch. Absolutely. And you know I'm right. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and you, hilarious. it is so yeah. true. It has become a freaking um, dog and pony show. It is all about who gets the biggest arrangement, who gets the nicest lunch, like kind of like arrangement, kind of like uh, engagements, you know, Engagements Mm -hmm. aren't about being in love anymore. (laughs) Engagement rings aren't about me showing you that I have, you know, giving you a token of my commitment. Now it's about, okay, is my ring bigger than than Susie Joe's? Because Susie Joe's ring was pretty big, and I know you love me more than he does. Right. Do you you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that. If people don't like the fact that I don't, celebrate it then you know kiss my ass but i think that valentine's day should be for both <laughs> i'm all about people celebrating love and and but love takes two people and that means your man should feel equally loved as he's attempting to make you feel loved and appreciated all right that's, that's, six five, that's perfect Six five seven three three zero five five four. If you'd like to call in to voice your opinion on tonight's topic, and I want to get into uh, Mary about as what I was trying to allude to before regarding said the sexual act of you know giving head or fellatio. Oh, yeah. 
Fiduciary. I just love that word. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a fun. And you know what? It it makes you sound so educated. (laughs) Felicio and Canalingas. Oh yes. Oh, you said that even better. That's hot. (laughs) (laughs) But when it comes to those two things, what I find is that sometimes people um, and women or men, but I think women are a lot of times when they're growing up are taught not to do that, that it's nasty. There's only bad girls do that and things like that. Um, So in, you know, in your relationship, do you find that more women these days uh, don't have those thoughts anymore about it being a nasty art? I do. I think that women today are much more relaxed and much more at ease with the male genitalia than maybe women in our generation. Um, I think that oral sex is looked at as almost like not having sex, and I think it has to do with Bill, Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. Um, that <laughs> I'm good. sorry. A blowjob is sex. <laughs> Right. But call it all you want, Bill, because you're the president. So, um, but anyways, we kind of had an issue about it. Like for me, um, like I'm being totally honest. Like I did not dole out blowjobs. You know, I'm all about the casual sex when you're, if you're emotionally and physically safe and capable of of having casual sex, that's great. If not, no big deal. But you know, I was okay with that comfortably, emotionally and physically. I kept myself safe and. I but I did not give blowjobs with my casual encounters. It was not on the menu. Let's just say, for me, uh, it required. It was more intimate. For me, it's still more intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I got to kind of know you, <laughs> on some level. Yeah. And I, I think that where you stand on certain things, like nuclear holocaust or something. Yeah. You know, right. Right. Before I do anything <laughs> like that, I got to know. Are you pro str- or anti throw rug? <laughs> How about I don't know I I just it's for me it's like if I'm gonna get on my knees I I gotta kind of know what you know what I'm saying what they're about and I don't know I I, I kind of feel gotta feel some kind of connection with them um but I don't think the generations today have that feeling um which has pros and cons right I think that probably mm-hmm. generations you know the the millennials probably can give outstanding blowjobs they've had lots of practice. <laughs> Um, and, and, they have the heat. and they feel more comfortable in oh, that okay. area. I was thinking about a hundred year olds. Okay. <laughs> oh God. And they're good at oh. they're good at multitasking. I mean, if you think they played all those video games for that time, so their fingers right. know how to move. They're very agile. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, I, hopefully their jaws are uh, that can work because that's that's always been my problem is the whole jaw <laughs> thing. Yeah, I get tired after a while. I'm like, come on. You get tired after a while. <laughs> come on. I mean, you know, I'm working here. Let's go. <laughs> Imagine how he feels. Right. And that's this, probably. This mic on. I mean, come on. <laughs> and, you know, I want to go back to that because there are women in my, um, that I actually know who, um, don't enjoy giving blowjobs and won't give blowjobs, but ex- but the only way that they can achieve an orgasm or mandatory foreplay for them is for them to receive oral. And it's kind of like, hmm, so you refuse to give it and expect it. 
and it's kind of like what you know that's not fair <laughs> it doesn't work that way right right it's and then not. you wonder why they're single it will work speaking of feminism um, right well, right <laughs> In the chat room, uh, Sharia Robinson says that um, she has to clean him first <laughs> before that happens. So what? I guess they have to be they have to be intimate enough where they are, you know, maybe taking showers together and things like that before Did that you happens. Screen him or clean clean. 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 Oh, oh, I'm like, what are you screen? What are you taking a pole? Well, that too. Okay. That too. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, agree. Yeah. With, you're betting. I agree you're with betting. Marie. I, I, Mary, betting, I think it's. I think it should be. Um, it is an intimate thing. I don't just give them out either. I mean, right? so to, me, right. to me, that's a perk of right. our, of a relationship or exactly. of a very good sexual relationship or whatever the relationship is. Right. Um, yeah, we have to know each other for a little bit before, you know, I go down. Yeah, that one's earned for me. That's not a given. Yeah, it's, an, it's earned, you yep. know. Yep. If I'm giving you a blowjob, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like you. He's saying what just happened. Oh, my God. Oh, is this happening? Oh, my God. It's happening. It's happening right now. It's happening. <laughs> She's going so, out. Do you like so, me? Do you like me? <laughs> so, now, okay, so what you're, you're basically the men, the man has to be like Smith Barney then, you know, so they get blowed up the old-fashioned way. They earn them. So, Yep. What you yeah, and and I, I and I have to agree with both of you actually because I mean today, it's kind of like a, I guess because of the because of the information age that it's not helping us at all because I mean think about it when we were the millennials age or younger we didn't have any access to any of that crap so you know we had to like kind of unless you looked at fast times and raised about high or something like that, you know, or unless you snuck somewhere where you want, you know, like, you know, somebody's Playboy book or something, which was very clean, I might add, but that's terrible. Anyway. Well, um, there was Hustler. Yeah. What? Hustler and the other. Yeah, even back then, like, even back then it wasn't even that bad. But anyway, Penthouse. Don't ask Penthouse is the other one. Yeah, don't ask, don't ask me why I didn't know that. But anyway. But no, I agree. I mean, it's to a point now where we've become desensitized when it comes to the whole sexual part of the relationship. Because I mean, when you, in the in the age of speed dating, you know, it's like how fast can you get a connection with someone to get connected with someone? I mean, it's like it's almost like a lost art. Which is where you come in. Yeah. Because you're teaching a formal art of of connection. Enhancing the relationship. And I think that, you know, every generation has its different parameters, and it's cool. Like, whatever, I totally get it. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it, it's personal preference. It's whatever you're comfortable for. And I don't think anybody should do something that they're not comfortable with doing. And, you know, if, if, if women feel like um, oral sex is more casual than um, than intercourse, then, well, God bless her. Okay, great, go for it. I just know that for me it requires a certain level of intimacy, and um, I just, I don't dole them out like candy. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said something earlier about younger women um, now who 
have decided that, well, if I perform oral sex, then I'm not actually having sex with him because he's not penetrating me, but he is, actually. He's penetrating you just through the mouth. Right. So, but for younger women, they feel because I can't necessarily get, I can't, you know, get pregnant, so therefore I can, that, I can go ahead and um, please him and, um, and I, but I won't, you know, get pregnant right. or I won't therefore, you know, you know, disrespect my mother or something like that or come home with a baby. And, um, but psychologically, do you think that that is actually what is going on in, in this girl's head? Um, that she's actually believing that what she just did was okay or was it, you know, still, you know, still not sex or is that just something that you feel that she is just telling herself in order to keep the man or boy, whatever, there with her? I think that, okay, let me, okay, there's a couple things going on. The first one is if you're a young adult, and I'm speaking in terms of adults, um, you know, I know yeah. teen sex happens, you know, thir- you know, 30% or more, but by the time they're 17, have had sex. So, um, but I feel comfortable talking about minors, so I'm just going to say young adults. Right. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's just how I roll these days. I'm like, I'm not even going to get into minors because that's a whole other story. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. So let's yeah. talk about young adults because I'm more comfortable there. Um, I think that if a young adult um, feels like they're, they need to have sexual intercourse with somebody else to be sexually fulfilled or to help them be sexually fulfilled, then the parents and their sex ed have failed because there is masturbation, there are sex toys, and I hate the idea of a young adult, and yes, by young you know what I mean by that, um, I hate the idea of a sexually mature individual having sex for pleasure alone just to Mm. achieve pleasure and to help someone they care about achieve pleasure when they don't realize there's other options available to them and they may be having sex when they're physically ready but maybe not emotionally ready and i think that oral sex for some people provides that kind of um i don't know bridge shall i say makes it a little easier to kind of get into sexual activity without actually having a boy on top of you um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of thing and actually have penetration intercourse. Um, And I think some may feel that's maybe less threatening, less evasive to give oral sex than to um, actually have intercourse. I mean, that's what I think the mindset is, honestly. I, I, you know, to get off my so get on my soapbox one more time. I would really love that individuals were available to understand that masturbation and sex toys were a legitimate tool, and they should use it as often as possible as possible, and to explore their bodies before they allow somebody else to explore their body. Um, yeah. I think that yeah. pregnancy rates would go down. I think people having sex early would go down because, I mean, we're horny bastards when we're young and our, when we're in puberty. <laughs> I mean, we are freaking horny bastards. And yeah. if we don't realize that there's actually legitimate releases that we can have outside of another individual and that those, and that it's perfectly okay, then that what else is open to us? So, um, But I think that 
getting on, you know, I think that's why they, I think that's their mindset. I think their mindset is this is less evasive than having a boy on top of me and spreading my legs. I'm being honest. Okay, now, I have to, I got to ask this question. And it's only because I want to have the flip side of this. Okay. Now, and, and we talked about that, you know, that our hormones are like, by the time you're 12, you're like, you know, at Mach 5 as far as hormones go. So what do you say now? Do you believe in abstinence? Who, me? Until, yeah, I mean, and, and this is just a general question, not you specifically, but. Until um, a certain age kind of thing? Yeah, I think, or I until, think that, until you're married, whatever. I'm, just, no. I'm, I'm throwing it out there just for the other listeners who may be on a different level or different way of thinking. I, I'm so not saying that you need to wait till you're married. I think the worst thing you could do is marry as a virgin. Just saying. I mean, why are you going to freaking buy this cow and a cow could be, a, or, you know, bull, if, you know, commit to this <laughs> bull for the rest of your life unless you've seen what the bull's made of? I mean, seriously, would it? No. Um, right. Sexual chemistry is completely different than emotional chemistry um, and emotional connection. Um, bad idea. What I'm saying is, is that, I, and there's no chronological age, because I got to tell you, every, Anybody who's ever been around children ever, and in my previous life, I've been around children as an educator. Um, I'm edu- I went through child development training, and that's my background, and uh-huh. everybody develops differently. You can have a 15, 16-year-old girl who is light years ahead of an 18, 19-year-old boy. I mean, right. it, in terms of her emotional development and in terms of her cognitive reasoning and all that kind of stuff. Um, does that mean that she should be having sex? Oh, hell no. But what that means is is everybody develops at a different um, pace. And I think emotionally ready and physically ready are two totally different things. And if at least a kid early on, way before they start being sexually active, way before they even consider sexual activity as a part of their life, should be mm-hmm. taught at an age-appropriate way and an age-appropriate level that, your body is going to be ready to touch and be with another human being before your mind is ready. And then they can start at least having that thought process and realizing that that is what is occurring. Do you know what I'm saying? Is yeah. It, yeah. Nothing's more devastating for a teenage girl than to have sex with a boy and him not call her ever again. Right. I mean, that, it, most girls have gone through that. It is the most devastating thing ever and if she just would have realized that's where i'm saying being ready for casual sex versus not being ready for sex or not if you're going to have sex with somebody you got to be prepared for that consequence it's not always just stds and pregnancy there's an emotional consequence to having sex are you ready for him never to call you again okay if the answer is no then keep your legs closed and here's a dildo (laughs) right right and and i i would i would even say that or, or say that of course for our our younger girls our teens or whatever but especially but even for women um who are Absolutely. you know 25 and up and you know in their 30s Absolutely. and hell in their 40s hell. <laughs> you sh- and that's what i'm trying to say is that blowjobs and sex and casual sex or waiting till you're married all of that stuff is all about who and what you are and being authentic and real with yourself 
you know, play out scenarios in your head. If you ever have an answer that is, no, I wouldn't be comfortable with that, then you have your fucking answer. And don't let right. him judge you because you won't give him a blowjob. Maybe you don't know him well enough. Maybe you're not comfortable now. You know, and that's good. That's great. You have a boundary. Don't allow somebody else to tell you where your boundary is. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, I know. And I thank advice. you so much, uh, Mary, for coming on to the show. I want to ask you one more thing before we let you go. Um, what did you think or have you watched or read um, Fifty Shades of Grey? I myself uh, haven't read them. I haven't read it either. I, like, picked it up. I'm all, <laughs> shit, what is this? Um <laughs> Seriously, if you're looking for good BDSM porn, um, erotica, not porn, but erotica, um, Mm -hmm. Fifty Shades of Grey is among the worst. There's actually bloggers out there who are way more erotic and sensual and fantastic and poetic and hot than that book. That book is just... Why do you think that this book took off? Why do you... I mean... It was it did it capture a niche that wasn't there before? I mean I mean, I don't understand because I've I've heard that exact same thing that you just said, um being repeated over and over again by people who've read the book, by people, you know and I'm like, Well then why in the world did this book take off the way it did? Is is are there women who just need to to feel this or or was it masked and in, 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 they didn't know what they were picking up and then all of a sudden they were thrust into a world of um you know this kind of uh sexuality that they weren't they were surprised they were interested in <laughs> i mean i think what it is is it's not re- it's not the book isn't created or even um sold to us as somebody who's an expert in the bdsm world as mm-hmm. somebody who's who practices and who um, is teaching you. It it seems like almost it's like a novice sharing a story, and you're a novice, so, wow, we instantly relate. I honestly Mm -hmm. think that's what it is. I think it's like, oh, they don't know what the hell they're doing either. (laughs) 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 I'm being honest. What just happened? That's kind of like how I feel about it. It's like, oh, shit, God, she doesn't even know what things are called, and neither do I. And, oh, wow, okay. It it almost gave them, like, permission to, like, look at the book and be a part of it because it's like a learning curve for everybody, the author as well as the people who are reading it. They're going through the experience together. And I don't think there's a lot of that out there. I think there's a lot of um, I'm a dom he's a sub or vice versa and and it's kind of like they're already pros at this point and there's not a lot of people learning the process together out there does that make sense there's more of like hey this is the world we live in come join us rather than i don't know what the hell i'm doing and i'm not sure how i feel about this but it feels really good i tingle in the right places so here we go you know what i mean yeah Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only thing I could think of is that it wasn't because when I saw like the cover of the book, I didn't really know what, of course, what really what it was about, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think women um, picked it up because I'm not that's really in, into erotica, so I I when I heard it was erotica, I was like, oh okay, great, okay, that means I'm not going to read it, but um, but then when it took off, I was like, well, that means that um. 
I think, yeah, the, the women kind of, they picked it up. It's like, okay, this is another little romance novel. Let me read it. And then they got like, whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> and it yeah. became okay. Like I had, yeah, I had people, parents, moms at, and I don't normally bring this stuff up, at my, my child's school approached me. <laughs> and very oh few, very few know what I do, right? And very few yeah. know mm-hmm. that what I write about and, you know, what my job is. I just say, oh, I'm a writer. <laughs> what do you write about? <laughs> oh, relationships. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? What are you going to tell the PTA, you know, president? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we talked about strap-ons last night and <laughs> – Right, it just kind of drops. Boom. So, um, strap-ons. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I have. To, I have. I have to tell you this before we let you oh, go. Oh, tell me. No, tell me. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking of strap-ons, I was I was on the um, Talk to Q radio show, everyone, um, last night, and we were they were talking about um, a you know sperm donor kind of a situation for, with lesbians. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Um, How'd that go? And then I was, and that was, it was kind of interesting. But the, the 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 thing that came out of in my head, I was like, why don't they make? Because they were talking about how you you know you could use a turkey baster or whatever. The girl was doing a home amazing, um, in order to get pregnant. And um, I was like, why don't they make strap-ons or you know for that? You know, the lesbian strap-on, and you put the sperm inside of it. Like a turkey baster, and then you they have sex like regularly, you know, and then they get each other pregnant, or they get the girl who wants to be pregnant. But who's pregnant. gonna control? Who's gonna control the stuff though? What do you? That's mean? what I was gonna say. Like, like medical purposes. How do they, I mean? Is that doesn't that have to be refrigerated at a certain level or something? Oh, I guess. I mean, you same. have like seventy-two. You have yeah. seventy-two hours before this thing dies. So well, you're gonna have yeah. to basically it, what you're saying, but you just like with anything else, you're gonna have like to get do. like you know like you know Melissa oh. Evans is gonna have to get you know Stevens or David Crosby. Hey, but to, I see what Chris will say. Okay, why not put it on strap on and you get busy at the doctor's office? Yeah, so you'll have regular kind of sex, right? So you wouldn't have to do this thing at oh. home or or you know in a room or this kind of. Weird I think thing. you're a genius. And You're I'm Elon I, Musk. You're I'm Elon Musk the, of the freaking sex world. I think you just <laughs> changed infertility oh for gay and lesbian couples forever. That's going to be Okay, I, so when you get your patent, you can have like, I just want 10% of the patent. But anyway. Right? The, the, the thing is, I'm looking at it from the mechanics, if you will, standpoint of this. So if you have that device, okay? Yeah. And, you know, and Melissa is with Janet. All right. Yeah. And they're, you know, and they're doing what they're mm-hmm. doing. Mhm. You know, it it's going to come time to base the turkey, so to speak. Yeah. So what then? We're going to stop. Oh wait, wait, wait. I got to put no, the I got to turn no, the valve no, 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 no. on. Hold on. You, know? you don't stop. You um it would be like right at the tip. So as soon as you put it in, it, the sperm would go in. So you've already done it. But then and that's like a so, one shot, one kill, and you're done. I thought that was the whole point was to actually have it, you know, fun. No, but you have, you, you, you continue know. to have sex. You can have sex, but as soon as you put it in, it's in. And when you when it goes in, it releases. 
but you continue to have sex like regular. So it wouldn't be like, of course, like a regular man where you only get the ejaculation once he is, you know, finished or whatever. It would it would ha- it happens immediately. Just like with the uh-huh. turkey base, you put it in, it happens immediately. But for I'm just saying I'm just for th- the, for the experience about, of the that experience. I just have this. I just have this picture of you know, of the the giver with like this thing that she's holding in her hand, like a control, and he goes, "Okay, it's time." And it's like, "Okay, we're done now." No, 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 no. You keep going because it don't matter. You keep going. Right. I mean, so you going. get off. I mean, I, I mean, I've never worn a dildo, so I don't know exactly how that works. But I mean, I'm just saying the you would just keep going until you were pleasured, but you get that experience of impregnating your wife or your mate. So you would have that experience together. I love that. That's freaking awesome. It's beautiful, actually. Instead of having a man come, because some you can do it naturally where you have a man, you know, whatever. I don't see why more gay and lesbian women don't, men and women don't get together and do this. But, um, you oh, know, I can would... answer that in one question. I can answer that actually in oh, one statement. Yeah. The best the this. best thing I've ever heard in terms of trying to understand as a like I'm heterosexual and I'm very heterosexual. Like on the Kinsey scale, I'm very heterosexual. Um and they basically said it was a it was a gay man said, okay. "What could I do or say to make you want to have sex with somebody?" of your own sex. I'm like, there is nothing anybody could say that would make me want to be physically with another woman. There's nothing anybody could do. I just, it, it almost, I appreciate the female form, but I'm repulsed by it in terms of being intimate with it. And they feel the same way about being with somebody of the opposite sex. They're that strong about it. It's averse okay. to but, them. But oh. Here's what I don't yeah. get, though, and, and I know. And I, here's what I don't get, though. You still have the phallic device, which mm-hmm. belongs, which is representation yeah. of a male part. Right, right, right. that, but I don't, yeah. I don't get it, though. What I mean, what, what do you if mean? that's the case, then why aren't you, you know, with a man? Like, I. I I know, you know, you're with your girlfriend or whatever, and, you, and you're a lesbian. I get it, but you're using so why, the phallic why representation. Use, oh, okay, why would you use a dildo? Is that what you're mm-hmm. saying? Right. What's the point? Well, I don't know. We need to get some lesbians on here, and we can talk about that. Seriously, I have no answer. I'm 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 a heterosexual woman, and I like dick, so I can't <laughs> help you with that. I like dick, dearie. I like dick. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That could, could be a topic on the show. That, cause Actually, that, that's a really good topic. I think that would be a good topic because um, those are things, everything you ever wanted to ask a lesbian, <laughs> but we're afraid <laughs> to ask or something. Right. Everything oh you wanted to ask God. a lesbian as a heterosexual woman or a heterosexual man, but we're afraid to ask. That would be great. Oh, well, I, I always love that. And you have about, to come back. I will. Hetero- if you, whenever you invite me, I will be here. No, you're going to be here for that show. Why, okay. why they want to have sex with um, lesbians, I still, I don't get that. But anyway, but men don't care. As long as no. it's a, a female. They, well, I blame it on the porn shows. 
porn movies. <laughs> well, yeah, they show women. They show women together. You all the time. 80. I'm playing those dang old porn movies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank oh, you. God. God darn it. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mary LaBelle, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. It was such a pleasure. I had so much fun. And seriously, you guys rock my world. (laughs) All right. We've got to have you back on. Let me know when that clone's ready, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. We'll be right back, and uh, then we'll get into the next part of our show. Hey, this is Dre, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. We'll be right back. No, no, really, we'll be back. This is 2-4, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. What's going on, everybody? Rocking with Sight Boogie on The Crystal Show. Yo, what up, fam? It's your boy, Big B, the MC. Yo, you're rocking with your girl, Crystal, on The Crystal Show. This is Hugo G, and I'm on The Crystal Show, having a good time. Yeah, what up, though? What up, though? This is Denton from East Harlem. You're listening to The Crystal Show, right, though? Hey, this is Richard Sanborn, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. What's going on? This is Jelani Latif, representing Chicago hip-hop, and right now, I'm coming at you on The Crystal Show. Much love. Shout out to all The Crystal Show listeners. My name is Soul Man Memphis, stand up. What's up, man? Tennessee Takeover, let's do it. I'm Lauren Carter, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. What's up? This is Lee from Fire University. What it do? This King Tone. Yo, it's TZ at And we all fly University rocking out with The Crystal Show. What up? This is Keith Robinson, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. This is Three Wild, and you're listening to The Crystal Show. guys we're going to get into a segment called the pimp's perspective or from the pimp's perspective with my man Eminem and tonight he's going to be talking about strip clubs and the question is why do men go to strip clubs especially now that it's Valentine's Day I think it's a very perfect topic for him (laughs) so so here we are with Eminem and the pimp's Perspective. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy Eminem, aka My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. Yeah, Mister, she get laid, I get paid, motherfucker. You know, I'm the face that's never sad, sweetie. I'm the dad you never hate. When times are rough and things are tough, sugar don't think too hard. There's always mother nature's credit card. So sit back and listen to my directive as I give you this real shit from a pimp's perspective. Mm, give it to me, daddy. Okay, no introduction needed. You know who this is. All right. The question is, why do men go to strip clubs? Hmm. Let's just say there's a plethora of reasons. But one that jumps out the most is a lot of times these are guys who find solace in the borderline bad boy of wanting to uh, straddle the fence, so to speak. You know, a lot of times these are guys that are 
not street guys, you know, politicians, upstanding citizens, guys with supposedly some form of moral character about themselves. So when opportunity presents itself, especially when they're in a different setting, out of town or something like that, you know, they can just kind of peruse and slip in, get some cheap thrills and leave out and go about their normal lives. Okay, now let's dig deeper into that. Why would you want to do that? For one, if you're a straight man, you should be attracted to beautiful women, especially beautiful young women that 99% of the time is in their prime or in their peak while they are entertaining. So when you compare that to your significant other who's either getting a lot older on your ass or then got out of shape, maybe, or is a larger chick, Maybe it depends on the situation, but most of it is just being able to feel like a man. Guys that go years just going to work and coming home and all they hear is bullshit. Nag, nag, yeah, 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 yeah. They need some refuge. So they find this refuge in the darkness, in the smoke field, the neon lights. You know, all that stuff just provides atmosphere that's just the opposite of what you done left from. So you're sitting there. The drinks is flowing. You know, everything that's being said is positive. You know, you take the ugliest motherfuckers in the world. They sitting there feeling like a king. You know, some of the baddest chicks on the planet sitting there rubbing their head, asking them, are they having a good time? All this here. You know, just playing to those caveman instincts that guys have evolved from. Over the last 30 years when women start to feel more empowered and, you know, uh, there's more verbal beatdown of guys. You don't do this. Y'all ain't this. You ain't this. You, you broke. You this. You that. So you go there. It's just the opposite. Now, the other type of guy is the has been. Now, this is the the ones you can sit back with an amusement and check out. It's the guy that might have used to been the star athlete at school, but now he ain't shit. You know, he didn't, he didn't make it in the NBA or the NFL. You know, he's working a regular nine to five, probably doing something manual. Uh, he's half the guy he used to be. He no longer has any kind of groupies, you know, so he's enjoying that, that euphoria that he once had in the 12th grade, maybe doing his couple years in college. Now, the next cat is the old man. Now, this is the, probably the most loved customer for the owner, definitely, because these are the ones who are actually spending the most money. You see what I'm saying? They feel like they have found the fountain of youth when they open them dark doors up. You see what I'm saying? They hadn't had the feel of skin that was less than 80, 70, 60 years old, how old their spouse is, in years. So they are absolutely loving, you know. That takes them to a place in time. Hell, matter of fact, shit, they blood pressure and all this shit that's wrong with them. For those moments, hell, they probably are. They probably, they guts and shit probably is like the inside of a younger man at the time. All right, now let's take it another step. Let's look at the guy and, you know, hey, not poking fun or nothing like that because I'm very sensitive to people's differences or whatever, but let's look at the people that might be, you know, I don't know, they might not be as uh, physically able as some of us. You know, guys that's in wheelchairs or uh, maybe with some type of abnormality or whatever. They don't feel like the world is watching them. 
You know what I'm saying? They are treated as if, you know, you got you got these jokers that had never had any kind of female attention. They feel like LL Cool J or something that night. But that night, you see what I'm saying? So you can sense how this just is such a illusion for all the categories that was just in the aforementioned. But you better play close attention. To one thing, where there's money and women, oh, that is heaven on earth. You see what I'm saying? For a straight man, money and women, you spending money. There's beautiful women there. It's nothing else like it. Now, in over recent years, kind of glamorized through some of the reality shows and stuff like that. You got shit like, you know, couples going and adventurous couples and, you know, uh, just curious women trying to find out, you know, what's the lure of this type of thing. But guess what? Just because you go, you still ain't in this motherfucker's head. You see what I'm saying? What you see and what he's thinking is two different things. You see what I'm saying? He's in a state of pure peace. You see what I'm saying? Being around all that young ass and one time is paradise. So if you know somebody down on their look and you got a few extra dollars to give, you know, give them a treat. Tell them, say, look, man, why don't you go down here and check out some of the young tenders and pick yourself up, man. Pick your spirits up, especially on the holidays. And there is no better holiday for a man to enjoy himself than St. Valentino's Day. You see what I'm saying? Valentine's Day is made for lovers. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, man loves to see what he looks at. So if you got physical love, you see, in your presence, that is love. So keep that in mind. Enjoy the holiday. Single guys, make your trip. Don't slip, baby. Ooh, yeah, baby. something who is probably fat and ugly <laughs> um, or not as cute and not as young and hot so that's why they go and and I, I think this is actually kind of interesting because you have a lot of men you see men who go to strip clubs they eat which I think is totally disgusting but I don't know I mean ew but they do. They go. They eat. It's just like a well, as they call it, a gentleman's lounge or something. It's like a cigar bar, you know. And uh, they just go and they sit and they have ass in their face as they're talking about their business deals or something, or just going to, I don't know, to get their self-esteem up. I mean, it's just like, wow, there's so many levels of why men go to strip clubs. Basically. Ain't a damn thing a woman can do about it. If your man goes to a strip club, then just let him go to the strip club. That's what are your crazy. thoughts on? I mean, I, what are your thoughts on that, a, um, as a man? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, first off, I haven't been to a strip club in over a decade. Mm-hmm. And that, and it's just, I guess it's just because I'm broke. I don't feel like spending the money. <laughs> <You're> you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. I mean, I don't, I'm sorry. Okay, when I was in my 20s, okay, I was 
I, if you just said strip club, I was I was there. I didn't. I don't even know which one it was. I was just okay, there. Okay, I, I would take. Let's take large the money out of money. You have money, okay? Well, money's not the issue then. So you would go. I I don't I don't to me. I just don't see it anymore. I don't feel like I need to go to a strip club, whether I have money or not right now. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm, per, I'm being professionally teased for however many hours I'm there and not getting a payoff, obviously. So what's the point? So, you know, and, and again, when I, when, I, when I was married, I actually went for a bachelor party for a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. I mean, because I'd been before, and I was fun. But I just, never, I just stopped going. I don't know. I guess I, to me, it just, I, I outgrew it. That's just that was just me, though. I'm not saying you, you outgrew know, it. Yeah, your life is over. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I don't know because I've never um, been to a strip club for pleasure, anyway. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it is kind of interesting. For I think for females to watch men in in um, strip clubs and it's kind of interesting, but um, I guess our last topic that we're going to talk about before we get out of here is the invisible boyfriend. <laughs> now, as I was um, perusing um, the web and I heard um, this on the radio and I thought it was fake, but it's actually real. Um, there's a website called InvisibleBoyfriend.com, and it's for men and women, so men can go on there and get an invisible girlfriend. How it works is um, Invisible Boyfriend gives you a real world and social proof that you are in a relationship, even if you are not. So you can get back to living your life on your own terms because you are sick of people saying, Okay, you're single. Why are you single? Um, when are you going to find a man? Why don't you have a man? Oh, that's why you don't have a man. And um, et cetera. All, these are all things I've heard many times. Um, I could be having a regular conversation and someone will say, see, that's why you don't have a man. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, well, damn. And then, so this, um, so, you know, that totally shuts me up. You know, and that kind of a thing. You, you're giving advice to a woman or to a guy or whatever, and they're like, uh, eh, excuse me, uh, do you have a man? <laughs> like, okay, well, then shut the fuck up. You know, I mean, you know, that kind of a thing. So this website gives you a man <laughs> and gives you a relationship. And what it does, um, it's a service where um, you can pay someone to call, text, leave voicemails, and even write you a handwritten letter. Um the website you you log in and you pick your specifics uh, like you pick your age the age of the your mate you pick their name so you can create your own name for them i love the name david or james i love james i don't know why i just love that name um and so it would either be david or james and no, you know what? I didn't even put that with with James T. Kirk. No, I didn't. Tobias, uh, but um, no, I didn't put that together with that. I just like the name James. But anyway, um, so let's say you're at dinner, 
with um, your, you, you, you can tell your family and your girlfriends or your friends or whatever that you have this man and um, mm-hmm. that you, you, you met him or whatever. And everything's so virtual now. You can say, that, oh, he lives in California. Or, but he flies out, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you can, you know, give him a job. I don't know. He's an engineer or something. He's a bioengineer. You know, it's even better. Um, biomedical. And, uh, biomedical, yes, of course. You know, you look it up and you can figure out what he is. And um, and they will give you, like, a picture. So this person could, could call you and at, at, a, at an opportune time, you know, when you're with your friends or whatever or with your family at a, at a function or whatever, or dinner, and he can call you, he can text you, and you can say, see, he's texting me right now, my man is texting um whatever and you can oh they'll even you can even have a, like how you you guys met so he would know all these things or whatever so um so what what do you think about that an invisible man that is the most insane thing i have ever heard in my life okay cuz see here's my thing uh-huh. what if he have an i what if he have an iphone what do you mean? Oh, let's do FaceTime with your man. Hey, Tommy. It's mom. How are you? Yeah. So it, it, I'm telling you, and it's... Uh, okay. Okay, I'm single, okay? Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think I've stooped that low to have a, you know, like a weird science thing going on right now <laughs> where I have to build a date, you know? And they have to like, cause only, uh, and they're gonna send me a picture of her or something. Am I gonna get like this really hot girl? You might that's be able be a to. You may be able to pick a picture. I haven't gone on the actual website and to actually go through it to find out, you know, to navigate it. But I'm sure you you would have to be able to, because the first thing you know people are gonna say is, okay, well let me see him. Where's his picture? You know, let me see what it looks right. like. Right. So, so uh, I mean, do they have like? Models and stuff like you know, like the Mark Wahlbergs and the you know. They will probably have like some you know models that you could choose from or something like that. Um, Sharia in the chat room says um, it's an outstanding way to make someone jealous, and if you're not interested, oh you know, in, a, in, a, in an actual you know another relationship, and I I think it I think it has function. I don't know. Um, you're using it for evil, Sharia. Okay, let's bring on Q from the Talk to Q radio show. Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going, you all? Can you hear me okay? What's You know, we've come a long way from um, buying ourselves flowers and having them delivered. Oh, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> before. Yeah. yeah. This is... Good point. This is... It's sad. That's the only word I can think. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe pathetic works better than sad. I think it's but, a genius. Uh, I, I just don't see the purpose. I don't see the value. If someone has to stoop to the point of creating this fake boyfriend and pay for it just to keep from looking like they're alone, that is just the epitome the epitome of being pathetic. What it is, let me tell you, let me tell you something, Q. And maybe um this is mainly a female thing. That's probably why they call it invisible boyfriend as opposed, even though it, it's opened up to to men for an invisible girlfriend. But for women, um, 
there is a lot of pressure on being a single woman. And you are looked upon. The first question that people ask is, you know, so, okay, you're you're beautiful, you're intelligent, um, you're employed, you're whatever. Um, you got a lot of things going for you, you, but you don't have a man. So what the hell is wrong with you? And are you crazy? I mean, what? What's going on with you? What, something must be wrong with you. So that is the pressure that a lot of people feel, women especially, I think. Um, so to shut everybody up is like, leave me alone. Here, I have a man. There he is. Leave me alone. It's kind of like the same thing as a um, homosexual man bringing in a woman and saying, just like in the last episode of Being Mary Jane, um, she, you know, she's the beard of one of her her male friends who is who's homosexual. So she pretends, of course, to be his girlfriend to his parents. And um, but it's the same kind of thing. So you would have this person, and like I said, we have a virtual world now, so they don't have to actually be present. I mean, they can, you know, you can say they live in another state. I mean, but I, I, I can't compare it to being gay and afraid to come out of the closet. I think that's a little bit kind of extreme. The two are a little bit kind of far off from each other. But, I mean, yeah, people are going to maybe think, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy or something? But why prove them right by having a made-up boyfriend? I don't. Just think about all the doubt whatsoever. Yep, she's certifiable. You're proof to yourself. You are proving them right. I, 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 and maybe it is just a woman thing. And again, I I hate to say it, just still kind of sounds pathetic to me. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're willing to spend money to look like something that you're not, then I, I mean, that's just a I don't know. That's another way of being hood rich. I, I don't understand it. It's, it's, hood rich. It's, well, it's, it's only immature. Twenty four dollars a month. I mean, okay. It okay. It's to me. It's it's on the same level of let's say you're having an office party or you're having a party, you're having a family gathering or whatever, and you grab one of your besties. You don't have a man, so you grab one of your friends. And say, hey, come with me. I need a buffer at this damn party. Um, come with me to this party or come with me to this wedding. So, uh, you know, it's the same thing. No, because you're not paying for that. How do you know? What? what I probably, well, I would pay for his ticket, you know, like, or, or for, you know, his drinks or something. I mean, I wouldn't have him pay to get in or pay to eat or whatever. I mean, I would pay for that. I mean, because he's doing me a favor by coming to this party with me. He He does exist. People, people can exist. talk to him. You know what I think they should have? I just look at it like this. I, I look at it as, you know, I, I mean, you, you grow up as kids. Some kids have imaginary friends and all this because they don't have any friends of their own. Um, I kind of look at this the same way. I mean, I really think this is very sad that a person will pay for a service to make it look like they're not alone. If that doesn't make you feel more alone, then I don't know what will. People have been doing it's it forever. It's romantic comedy to me. You know I'm what? Gonna that, be, that would bring me to be a tears movie if I found out. My, if, I had a, if I had a daughter 
And she did. Mm -hmm. I found out she did this. This would bring me to tears as a father. It really would. Okay. What's the difference? This is more specific, where you actually go in and do it yourself. Um, so what's the difference between your daughter or your one of your girlfriends who you were having a party and she brings a guy with her and you're like, oh, I thought she was single. Oh, I guess he's not now. You know, and she says, oh, here's my friend um, Dave. Um, he, he's my friend. And so everybody go, oh, your friend. Well, we all know what that means, right? You know. So here's my friend Dave, and he, they're together the whole night. So you think she's in a relationship with Dave? So what what's the difference between that and and this? Well, if you ask her if Dave is her boyfriend. Hello. Oh. If you let people assume, then that's on them. Uh -huh. If you let them assume, then that's kind of that's kind of on them. But if, the if, if it's something that you're going through, but no, you're going through payment to deceive people for someone who doesn't even exist. If I, I mean, ask my if, if I ask if, my if friend say, to come with me to a party, I am saying, look. Okay, I know why I'm asking him. I'm not asking him because I, you know, don't want to go by myself. I'm asking him because I want everyone to think that I'm in this relationship so they can just shut the fuck up and not ask me again whether or not I'm in a relationship, you know. So I don't want to have this conversation. So here he is. Now leave me alone. That's the same But Dave's you tangible, though. Davis, so what? you know, Davis. What difference does it make? That makes a that huge makes, I, difference. No, it doesn't. That's crazy to me. Crystal, he's, he's really, he's, he's, okay, Dave is actually really invisible in actuality. You know what I mean? He's not no, real. You know what I'm saying? No, he's real to you. But he's still part of my fantasy that I'm giving to you. He's part of the illusion that I'm giving to you. Me and Dave are not together. And I'm, but I am allowing you to think that, and so no one can come to me and say, you know, oh, so but once again, you're not in a relationship. A, but because he's a living thing, there is a possibility, even regardless if you want to or not, there is the possibility that you two could actually be an item. You can't be an item with, you know, some made-up cyber nah. dude. Dave I is mean, gay. And look, okay. Dave is gay. We, we ain't getting the It's cover. like this. Okay. It, so, it, but it's like this. It's like okay, let's just say hypothetically prostitution was, was legal in this country. All right, if if you go out and have a one night stand with someone, um, some people may frown upon it, but no one cares. If you go out and pay for it, then people look at you differently. You did the same thing, but because you went through the extra effort of paying for it, it's looked at differently. It seems like it's more pathetic that you had to give someone money to do something. Well, I'm not going to tell okay, you that. that you could have done for him. free. I'm not going to tell you. Right, I was you. just going to say, in, in Crystal's defense, we're not supposed to know that she's actually going to buildabearedman.workshop.com. So we're not supposed to know that she's doing this. We're not we're supposed to know, but she knows. I mean, me as a person, I can't. I mean, I would look in the mirror like, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? I just paid <laughs> someone for a fake, you know, significant other. 
So what? I think it's a great idea. Um, Sharia in the chat room has saying, how about it's just fun? You are paying for the entertainment of getting messages and watching people's reaction. I mean, that's what Vine is for, though. And that's free. Vine. Okay. I don't know. I mean, okay. Glide, glide, glide. I'm sorry. Okay. Glide. Okay. Let's say you take a person. You take a person who goes on to InvisibleBoyfriend.com. They go on and they mm-hmm. have the whole. They got the chat. They got the, all that stuff going or whatever. And then you get grab your your friend. Your maybe your mm-hmm. very attractive gay friend or whatever. And you grab him for the party and say, okay, look, you are. Your name is such and such, and you're that person. Or I can even create something specifically and say, okay, Dave. I'm going to create you on InvisibleBoyfriend.com for the the viral part or the you know virtual world part, and you are going to be the physical representation of of my invisible boyfriend. Or I, I have an even better idea. Okay, what's that? Why not take all of that energy, focus on yourself, and find out why you ain't got a real man? And, and that is why. This exists <laughs> right there because that is the conversation that many single women have to have all the time. And you could be talking about anything. You could be talking okay. about your job, okay? You could be saying, I-, I work this, I work 80 hours a week, or I do this, and I do blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, why don't you take all that in energy and start focusing on this, and maybe you have a man. I mean, I- I- oh, my God. <laughs> I'll concede, I'll concede so the funny. point that that women can be cruel and that what you all go through with your peer group is I, I can't imagine what it's like, okay, or with family and all of that, because I've seen evidence of it happening. So I understand that it can be brutal at times. However, I just think that you have to draw a line where you say, you know what? Who cares what anyone thinks? I mean, at some point, my self-respect has to be worth something. Right. Sure. And you know what? If if it was legal, and if I could wait a way to make it legal, that would be a job that I would do. I would provide the boyfriend experience. I would provide boyfriend experience. Yes, for single women, I would provide guys who are attractive who would be their boyfriend. And who hey, would you're some uh, entrepreneurial gems right now? You dropped one earlier, now you're doing this. So <laughs> I mean, no, I'm serious because I would take this invisible boyfriend to the next level, where he would mm-hmm. actually be real, and I would employ young men or older men. It would, age wouldn't really be a, um, a factor. He would just be um, attractive or whatever, it, all shapes and sizes, whatever she wanted, and he would be that for her. No sex is involved. That's not part of the contract. That's not but part that's of my escort, contract. Though. That's kind of like an escort, but most escort services are actual sex. It's just bullshit, you know. But um, but yeah, it's like an escort service. But the escort service goes beyond that. It goes beyond. For women, we need more than just some guy showing up. Uh, I, I said the boyfriend. Ex- so let's say on her birthday, she would get flowers. She would get. Um, a card she would get um, you know maybe he calls or maybe he comes by and takes her to dinner all these kinds of things no strings attached it's just and he's perfect because he doesn't do stupid shit 
he won't argue with you. He won't um, act jealous when you don't call or whatever. And or who knows, whatever. And he won't have baby mama drama. He won't. <laughs> it won't be any of that. It, it's the perfect boyfriend experience, except for the fact, you know. There, there is a there is a romantic comedy with Seth Rogen written all over this right now. Well, actually, this has been done. Actually, um, in a comedy, I uh, I think it was with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Um, oh, what was it called? I forgot. Um, it it came out several years ago, but it was where the, the exact same thing. She wanted to appear that she had a man in order to get a promotion, because being getting married meant that she would be looked upon as more stable. So she paid this guy to. Was that, with, uh, was that with uh, what's that guy's name? Adam Sandler. Was that with Adam Sandler? No, it wasn't Adam Sandler. Um, was, it, was that the um, the Eternal College frat boy? What's his name? That was him with Owen Wilson. Um, no, not not Vince. You thinking of Vince? Okay. Yeah, no, Vince Vaughn. No, not him. Um, but anyway, I'll think of it later with the name of the movie. But anyway, um, and I love the movie. It was very good, actually. But yeah, so it's been it's been done, you know, it's been that kind of a thing. But in reality, yeah, but now, but now they're gonna you can incorporate the web now. I mean, I mean, it's gonna so much gonna do it. You have the virtual thing, and that's why something like this, Invisible Boyfriend, you know, is um is even thought up. You know, it comes from necessity. That's how things get created. If there wasn't a need, very true. It wouldn't be um, it wouldn't be here if it, it wasn't a necessity. So well, if anyone can take yeah. it to the next level, Crystal, I know you could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'd invest in that. I'd put some front money up for you. <laughs> but anyway, right, so okay. we need to get a uh, for us crazy women. Yeah, for us crazy women um, who need <laughs> invisible boyfriends and who need um, dildos with sperm in it to have babies. So basically, we're trying to figure out how in the hell can we do this without men, period. You know, (laughs) how can we get this satisfaction? I mean, you know, you have guys that have escort services. So, I mean, wouldn't that be a more viable option? What do you mean? Guys, um, you know, these big wigs in New York that show up with women half their age. Those women are escorts. They're not, they're real trophy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, you know, they're just there. See, it would be different from a prostitution kind of thing or an escort because an escort is just for that one time or just for, you know, that one situation. For, for for a female, though, we need more than just that. And we need, we need conversation. We need um, – it's, it's more. That's why I said it would be the boyfriend experience more the so than just – because a woman okay, can so have and, and, being that, and being that women are so emotional, okay? Think about this. There's a caveat here. Being that women are so emotional, there is a possibility that that woman could get attached to her transaction. Well, it's always a possibility. Hell, men get attached to their problems. Oh, my God. I mean, that's I mean think about this for a second. Out there, no think about this what. for a second. You got, okay, Joel. Okay, let's, I'm just throwing a name out there. Okay, um, Joel is your transaction for the month of March. Okay, uh-huh. he sent uh-huh. you a couple of text messages. 
You've got some emails that you check it on your phone. Oh, that's Joel. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so funny. You know, and and she's like, oh, who's Joel? I said, oh, my, oh my God, that's my boyfriend. Oh, my God, I love him so much. And you guys are doing this back and forth, and all of a sudden he's saying all the right moves because you're telling him what to say, mm-hmm. which, is, which is making you very happy. And then all of a sudden after a month, you're like, you know, I want to rent Joel again. So you pay another twenty four ninety five. Right. Okay? And it keeps going and going and going pretty soon. You're in love with Joel. Okay? So, Joel, on okay. the other hand, is a business transaction. So it's like, um, sorry, Crystal, but I'm not, I'm here for the money. I'm just here, I'm here so I won't get high. So, um, yeah. But then you fall in love with Joel. Then what happens? Hell, it'd probably be the same thing that happens, um, but Joel's never <laughs> lied to you. Okay. It would be the same thing that happened if you had a real regular relationship, except for the fact that you know, you know, you know, Ken is probably lying to you. Ken. <laughs> yeah, this Kenny. This sounds like a Joaquin Phoenix movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you know her. Um, that actually, to me, that's the best situation. And Sharia in the chat room says it sounds like a trap, but um, like you know, like you were right. But um, Sharia, yeah, you need to just call in next time, Sharia, because I want to hear what you sound like now, because this is funny. Oh, she's she's amazing. I love Sharia. But anyway, um, the the movie Her is similar to that because inside of that movie, you know, you have actually to me that's the best scenario when the person or on the other line or whatever is not human. Mm-hmm. That's to me perfect because you're not dealing with that's any freaking. any any humans at all. Um, but she but, sounds like Siri. But a lot of people, see, yeah, you couldn't sound like Siri. You have to sound like a regular person. Um, but in that movie, yeah, a lot of people were having actual relationships with these, you know, little Siri-like things because, you know, they didn't want to have the disappointment or whatever of having a relationship with a human. Or they don't have time. It takes time to have a relationship. I mean, I gotta take time out of my day. I gotta think about this person. I gotta, you know, he has to come over. Jeez, <laughs> oh, hey, sure. Like, oh my god, I have to think about you. You gotta feed it and all this shit. You gotta clean up behind it. You know, I mean, you have to yeah. Feed it. <laughs> well, just like a relationship, you gotta feed a relationship. You gotta, you know, keep it going, and then you know, and you have to clean up behind the bullshit. So it's the same. T- oh, I really didn't yeah. have it. And it costs you money. Our yeah. relationships like pets in the next Crystal show. <laughs> <laughs> Should you potty train your boyfriend on the next Crystal? Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend's crate trained on the next Crystal show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. On the next Crystal show. But no, I'm anyway. bringing boyfriends the next Crystal show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the invisible, the invisible boyfriend. Okay, well, whatever. I, I, I just think it's an, it's an interesting concept, and I'm, I'm interested to see how far it goes. Um, it just uh, opened up just a few months ago, and it's beginning. It is, you know, gone a little viral. People have been talking about it. It's been on several. Um, a different news shows and things like that because it's because it's an interesting concept. It's like borderline um, prostitution almost. 
um, you know, in a way. So, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. All right. Well, guys, um, next week we will be talking about who is your favorite superhero. And not only that, we're going to geek out and we're going to get into the comic book world, um, the movies, uh, the characters, um, who they are to you um, as far as, um, you know, who's your favorite you know, person, if you were a comic book hero, who would you be and why and or who, just who is your favorite? So that's what we're going to get into next week. And um, I would like to thank uh, Mary LaBelle for coming on to the show and getting brainy with us and talking about all these uh, different sexualities. And we went into different things, which is which is the way I love it. I love flowing of conversation. I'd like to thank um, Eminem for um, doing another segment of our Pimp's Perspective and Strip Clubs, and you can always hear him also on the podcast, and you can hear him on our um, YouTube um, website, uh, the Trinity 0267, so, and on the Crystal Show, so he's on there as well. And um, I'd like to thank Sharia for coming into the chat room, and of course, thank you you for um, calling in and being in the chat room. We really appreciate it. So any final thoughts, um, Q? Uh, no, I have to go back and listen to the Mary LaBelle part. I'm sorry I missed her. Um, but um, great chopping it up with you all as always. Very interesting topic. Very interesting. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Why is Q jealous on the next Crystal Show? Okay. <laughs> All right, Dre, what are your final thoughts? And um oh yes, what are you gonna be do- no Q, what are you gonna do for Valentine's Day? I know you're doing something. Who are you going out with? Well you don't have to tell us who, but um what are you gonna do? Um, unfortunately I have to sit through fifty shades of gray tomorrow. Uh so oh, I God. hope that is entertaining. I hope that is entertaining. And uh Saturday night sorry, just man. um going out to dinner in this uh, really nice place downtown. Okay, cool. That's great. I will be drinking tequila um, and hobbling around <laughs> on my foot, and I will try not to fall down again and break another foot. You know, <laughs> as I'll probably be drunk, which oh, is because dude. Valentine's Day is my uh, dark day of the of the year. Uh, what about you, Dre? What are you going to do? Well, I figure since my Build-A-Bear girlfriend will be five seven with long black hair. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> I got my kids this weekend. I'm gonna be doing anything. We're just hanging out. We'll probably make some. Uh, oh, one of my coworkers gave me this recipe for yogurt or vanilla, white vanilla, the white vanilla, white chocolate covered pretzel. So we're gonna do okay. that. All right. Saturday, and that's it. And we're gonna just be solidarity and be men. And <laughs> be men. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You and your boys. That's sweet. All right. And, um, oh, <laughs> Sharia says good night, and she's headed to the strip club. All right. All right. Oh, my goodness. Hey. And Sharia says that her fiancé has bought her tickets to see the movie um, shorts nominated for Academy Award at the DIA. Hashtag good okay. times. All that's right. Nice. DIA. Nice. Nice. Very cool. A plus yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And, um, of course, uh, tune in to uh, the weekend show on Saturday, and I will be playing 
love songs. All love songs. So Lots of Luther. Over. Big Luther, not little Luther, big Luther. <laughs> yeah, be Luther, be Whitney Houston, um, the deal, you know, um Kim. Yeah, I mean just all all love songs, so I'm gonna put that Okay, wait, wait, wait. You should Kim is in K E M Kim. K E M Kim, Detroit's own. Okay. Yes, I'm definitely love gonna try him. to get him love on the him. show. Love I'm, him. I'm, I'm, I'm trying right. to get him on the show. He's he's a little big for right. us, but I'm gonna try to get him on the show. Okay, well, okay, well I'm not gonna say anything. So Kim, no, Kim, if you're if you're listening, which I know you are because you're cool, come on the show. I have to ask you something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that, I don't know if that ruined our our um. But maybe maybe he'll come on to the show. That would be great. But anyway, um, so yeah, so all all of um of our our love songs, and of course, you know, I got to throw in a little bit of um Trey songs, you know, and a little Chris Brown, you know. I got to throw that in there, you know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So thank you so much again for um, listening tonight, guys. And remember to go to thecrystalshow.com to find out everything you need to know about The Crystal Show and The Weekend Show. So everybody, peace and two fingers. Out there. The Crystal Show was created, written, and hosted by Crystal Hickerson. It is produced and co-hosted by Andre Saunders. The Crystal Show is owned and operated by Trinity Productions. For more information on the show, please visit thecrystalshow.com. Thank you for listening.